Kiddushin Daf Yud Bet, the last thing we were discussing was why Bet Shammai held that a woman is mitkadesh with a dinar and shaveh dinar. We saw four reasons. Number one was Rabbi Zera, because women are particular, they're not going to be mitkadesh less than shaveh puta. Then we saw Rabbi Yudah said in the name of Rav that anytime it says the word kesef in the Torah, it means a dinar, kesef tzuri. Then we saw Rabbi Shimon and Lakish, uh, who explained that Bet Shammai learns it from uh, Amaivriya, and then we saw Rabbi who said that Bet Shammai's reason is they don't want Benot Yisrael to be like Efker. And with that, we're starting Yudbet Amud Aleph, ten lines in the first wide line in the middle of the line where it says Ubet Kahilel Omrim Bipruta Betilel hold that a woman is mitkadesh with the Pruta and Shave Pruta. And Savar of Yosef Lememar, Pruta called the Hurav Yosef originally understood what's a Pruta, any a small minute amount, even if it's smaller than the one eighth of the Isari Talki that we mentioned in the Mishnah. Whatever is the smallest currency there is, that's a Pruta. So Amad Abaye. But didn't we say in the Mishnah, Kamai Pruta, what's a Pruta? It's one eighth of an Isar Italki, meaning there is a set amount to it. And if you try to answer, that's only in Moshe's generation, in our generation, whatever is considered Pruta to people. When Avdimi came from Eitzel to Babel, Amar, he said there was a story about a person who was Mekadesh Isha with a pruta, and Shi'ar Rabbi Simai bedoro kama he pruta had mishmona beisait alki, and Rabbi Simai did the calculation. He tried and he figured out what a pruta is one eighth of beisait alki. So you see, bottom line is that there is a set amount of this pruta. V'chiyata Rabin, when Rabin came, Amar Rabbi Dostai, Rabbi Anai, Rabbi Shaya. All of them calculated. They decide how much is a pruta. It's one sixth of an isari talkin. We'll explain the mahlokit later. But bottom line is there is a set amount. And Amar le Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef told Abaye Ihachi, if that's your math, Hainu de Tanina, okay, then what we learned in the, the Braita, how much, how many prutot are in two slaim, your term alpine more than 2,000, it doesn't even have 2,000, now you're calling it more than 2,000? Rather, you have to say it goes by the currency of that generation, the smallest amount of currency, that's the answer. No, but Amar there was a Zaken over there. He said to Rav Yosef, No, Anatanina La, I'll have that by time. It says Karov La Alpaim, close to 2000, not Yoter La Alpaim. It says close to 2000. But he says, Sof Sof, Alfava Hamesh Meaut, Latin Vishita, Udavian. Okay. But bottom line is, at the end of the day, it's 1,536 Prutot. It's nowhere close to 2000. So then why does it say Karov La Alpaim? So again, Rav Yosef is trying to prove that it's the smallest currency, and we're trying to tell them that, no, there is a set amount. So, the Gemara explains, no. Once it goes more than 1,500, then it's already karov so they call it close to 2,000. And therefore, it's not a problem in Abaye who wants to say that there's a set amount to this uh, peruta. It's one-eighth of Isari Talki, or one-sixth, whatever it is. So now, we did see this machloket, one-eighth of Isari Talki, one-sixth, and let's go back to it. So, gufa, ki atav dimi amar, shi'er bisimai bedoro kamahi peruta, echad mishmona bisari Talki. Rabbi Simai uh, did the math. It's one eighth of Isai Talki. Rabin Amar. When Rabin came, he said, "Shaul Rabbi Dostai, Rabbi Anai, Rabbi Oshayakama. He pruta. How much is a pruta? Hamishisha Isai Talki. One sixth of an Isai Talki." So Amale Abayel Rav Dimi. 
So Abaye told Rav Dimi, it sounds like Nema'at ve'Rabin b'plukta dehanetan eka miflukta. It sounds like you and Rabin are arguing with the same machloket as the following Tanaim de Tanya. And the math is as follows. There's six mea in a, in a, of kesef in a dinar. Ma'a equals shne pundionin. Pundion equals shne isarin. Isar is shne musmesin. Mismes equals to shne kuntrokinkin. Kuntrank equals shte perutot. So bottom lines we see that nimsa peruta ahat mishmona beisaitaki. The peruta is one eighth of beisaitaki, and the math is as follows: a peruta times two it makes a kuntrank times two makes a mismes. So now we're up to four. Two times two, and now uh, make the mismes times two is uh, that's already eight. That gets to an isar. So you see that the peruta is one eighth of beisaitaki. Now, Rabban Shimon Megamliel Omer, no, it's Shelosh. Now, he agrees that it's six me'akesef to a dinar, but he has different math. And it goes as follows. Shelosha hadrisin lema'ah. There's three hadrisin in lema'ah. Shne hansin lehadris. Shne sheminin lehans. Shete perutot leshamin. Nimtza. So, in the bottom line, what, what comes out? Nimtza peruta hak mishisha beisara italki. He has that a peruta equals one-sixth of a isara italki. And the math is as follows. You have a pruta, so times two to get to a shamin. Another times two to get to a hans, so that's already four. Another times two to get, uh, to get the hans, that's already times another two, four times two, that's already eight. And then another three to get uh, to hadrisin, so that's uh, 24th in a ma'an. He admits it's uh, there's uh, six ma'an a kesef. So that would be 24 times 6 is 144. And so you see that 24 out of 144 is 1 6. And that's how he gets to, to the math of 1 6th of an Isari Talki. So the math would be that if it is 24, according to Rabban Shimon Megamliel, it's out of 144. And, uh, and with Tanakama, it would be one. Uh, it would be twenty-four out of uh, one ninety-two, and that's how we'd get to the eighth. So lemma, let's say the more Amar ketana kama, Tarav Dimi holds like Tanakama. That's one eighth of an isar. Veravin Amar kiraban Shimon Megamliel, which is one sixth of an isar. Amar le Rav Dimi told Abayin no. Bendi diu ben Ravin elibad Tanakama. No, we're both talking according to Tanakama. Which uh, the the shore of a pruta of a pruta is what it is, and it didn't change. and the reason that it's one sixth, one eighth. The reason the machloket ha the sure the mishnah by us and the tanakam of the abrita. It's the when the the price of the isar are much higher, and ha there's all isar. And Rav Dimi was talking when it went down in price, meaning. When it goes up in price, it's 24 isarim in a dinar. And if you're doing that out of 192, then it's one eighth. But when they go down in price, now it's 32 isar in a dinar. And that equals to 32 out of 192, which is one sixth. So that's the, the math. It just goes up and down, it fluctuates in price. Not the pruta, but the isar does. And Amar Shemuel, Kiddesha bit marav, someone was mekadesh, a woman with a date. 
אפילו עומד כל תימרים בדינר, even if a huge pile of dates equals one dinar, so you know that whatever he gave her is much less than a pruta, מקודשת. Why? חשינן שמש שווה פרוטה במדי. We're worried that maybe somewhere in the world in the מדי that a date is worth more than a פרוטה. נגמר פעם והאננתנן, but then we learn בטי לא אומרים בפרוטה שווה פרוטה, meaning less than a שווה פרוטה doesn't work. And the Gemara explains, no, לא קשה. It's not a contradiction. הא בקידושי ודאי. Our Mishnah was talking about for sure קידושין. Meaning if someone gave her a Shaveh Pruta and then another person gave her a Shaveh Pruta, the second guy didn't do anything. And Ha Bikidushe Safek and what Shmuel was talking about, if someone gave her less than a Shaveh Pruta and someone else gave her now a Shaveh Pruta, she would need a get Misafek. And the Gemara tells us a story. There was a man who was Mekadesh, a woman with a, 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 with a pile of cotton. Rav Shimi was looking into it. He was trying to figure out if it has a Shaveh Pruta or not. And the Gemara asks, If it doesn't have a Shaveh Pruta, she's not Mekudeshet. Shmuel said, We're worried that maybe it is a, it is a Kiddushin, maybe it's worth more money over there. And therefore, Ms. Safek, she would need to get. And we say that already. The Gemara says, And again, Rav Shimi was trying to figure out if she was Mekudeshet, the first one for sure, 100%. And according to Shmuel, she would only be Mekudesh to the first guy, uh, Misafek, and uh, the question is if she would need a get from the first, second person who, was, who gave her Kiddushin. And the Gemara, again, says the story, same idea. A man gave a woman this black stone that looked blue, and Yativ Rav Hasdav Kamishayel, and Rav Hasdav trying to figure out how much it cost. If it had Shaveh Pruta, she's Mekudesh, if not, not. And the Gemara asked the question, She's not Mekudesh at all. Then Shmuel said, we have to worry that maybe it's worth more money somewhere else. Rav Hasda lo savar le Shmuel. Rav Hasda just simply doesn't hold of what Shmuel says. And Amar le ime. And Rav Hasda's mother told him, Ve'ahu yomad kedusha hava beshave pruta. The day that man gave that woman that black stone or that blue stone, whatever it was, it was worth a shave pruta. And then it went down in price. Amar la Rav Hasda told his mother, Love kol kiminach da asat la batra. We don't trust you. You don't count over here. Your testimony is worthless to make our sewer to the second husband and say that the first Kiddushin actually counted. And by the way, some changed the Girsah that it was the first man's mother that came to complain to Rav Hasdan. Rav Hasda was uh, yelling back at her. We can't believe you. Uh, number two is, it sounds like over here from Rashid that someone else gave her a Kiddushin, but the Tosfot Riyazaken says it could be that even if someone else comes to give her a Kiddushin, uh, th- that's the situation also. And Rav Hasda brings another proof. This is the same story as Yehudit, the wife of Yehudit. She was having trouble giving birth. She was having twins every time she was giving birth. And it was very hard. And she wanted to make herself asur on her husband, Rebihiyah. And Amrale, she told her husband, Amrale, my mom told me, Kibel kizutart. That when I was small, my father was uh, accepted kiddushin from someone else, and now I'm a sur to you. 
Amar la Rabbi Chaya told her, Lav kol kemina de'imach de'asat lich'i lavai. It's not up to your mother to make you asur on me. So we see we don't believe them when it comes to making her asur the first husband. And Amri le Rabbanan Rav Hasda, Rabbi Zayas Rav Hasda, Amai, why don't we believe the, the mother, Ha'ika Sahadeh Be'idit, there's witnesses in a place called Edit. They know that stone was worth it at that day, in a different place. So Rav Hasda answered, Some people take out that word law. Right now, these ideas are not in front of us. We never heard them. So we can't, uh, we, we can't uh, use that. It's not uh, admissible. And the Gemara says, "Love, Isn't this the case of Rabbi Hanina? The Amar Rabbi Hanina, Rabbi Hanina said about the daughters of Shmuel. They were uh, taken as captive, and they came to his Beit Midrash. And they and the woman told the, their captors, "Please don't uh, shop the court. We want to say Nishbeti that I was taken to captivity, and and I was and it was clean, and no one ever did anything with me. Uh, because if a woman says she was taken as captive and she was clean." Then she could go back to her husband if uh, if he's a kohen, for example. And uh, Rabbi Harina was matir them takuna based on that. And his shita was very simple because he said, Her witnesses are in the middle of nowhere in a place somewhere in the north, and we can't uh, have them here to testify. And uh, if they're not here, we can't accept them, and there's no reason to make them asur to the to the kohanim. And the Gemara explains, Abaye and Rava did not hold like Rav Hasda to allow her to marry to a second person because if Hachamim were lenient not to trust witnesses that are far away, not to wait for them, not to have their testimony admissible, that's maybe in a woman who went into captivity. She's going to make herself ugly, disgusting, make sure that the, the guys don't want to get anywhere near her. But Nikhil Be'eshet Ish, we're going to use that uh, theory to be lenient when it comes to Eshet Ish. Meaning, we're going to tell her that you're not married to the second guy, you're really married to the first one because of witnesses that are not here. And we're going to say that the second man is an Eshet Ish. Now we're not going to go that far. And the Gemara relates that that in Surah there was someone left of that family that Rav Hasda allowed. And Hachamim stayed away from that family. They didn't let anyone marry from the from that marriage of that second person who gave Kiddushin. Not because they hold like Shmuel, because maybe in a different country it's worth a pruta. Because they hold like Abaye and Rabah, that since there is witnesses somewhere in the world, then we can't be lenient with Eshet Ish like by a woman who went into captivity. There was a man who was Mekadesh, a woman with a hadas in the shuk. It wasn't worth a shavet pruta. Shalcha Ravaha Barhuna lekamed Rav Yosef. Ravaha Barhuna sent a question to Rav Yosef. Kihai Gavna Mai, what's the alchayer? Shalachale Rav Yosef sent him nagdeke Rav, give him makot like Rav. Rav holds you have to give him makot. Veitzterech gita kishmuel and make him give a get like Shmuel. We're worried that maybe it's worth a shavet pruta somewhere else. 
Why? Rav will give Makot for certain things. One of them was a person who's Mekadesh in the Shuk, or a person who's Mekadesh with Bi'ah. And although the Torah says it's Mutar, the Hachamim have a right to be Gozer because of Piritzut reasons. If a person is Mekadesh, a woman without Shiduchim, without uh, talking about marriage first, if a person sent a get through a shaliyah and before the get got to the woman, the person was he stopped the shalihut without telling the shaliyah, maybe he'll give it to the woman and she'll get married with that get. Also give makot, if a person made an announcement before he went to give a get, that whatever he's doing is negated from now, he'll give him makot. If a person is disrespectful or he treats the shaliyah of betin in a non-correct way, if a person has a nidui harem on him for 30 days and he doesn't ask the hachamim to be matir the harem, He's very stubborn, so he'll give him a kot. And Hatan, who lives in his in-law's house, he'll give him a kot. And the Gemara says, Meaning only if he lives there, he'd get makot. But if uh, he passed by the door of his in-laws, he wouldn't get makot. There was a Hatan who just walked by his in-law's house. And Avsheshat gave him a kot. So the Gemara explains over there was different. Over there, there was rumors about him and his mother-in-law, and that's why even though he walked by, he still got Makot. Now, in Nehadea, they would say, Rav wouldn't give Makot, on, not on all of these, rather only on one. If a person's Mekadesh with Bi'ah, Without speaking to the woman first about shiduchim, and some say even if there was shiduchim, even they spoke about marriage. And the idea is mishum peritzuta because it's peritzut to be mitkadesh with bia. And based on this, there is minhag going back many years that when a couple gets married, they live by the in-laws. This somech on nehar de'ay. That's the way Tosfot explains it. Or because the reason the people live by their in-laws is because they just save money that way and it helps them. It has nothing to do with that uh, closeness to the in-laws. The Meiri explains that maybe at one point or another there was a lot of peritzut going on in Israel and that to be careful today we don't have to be careful from these type of things. And then there's the Shita of the Ra'avad. It says if they really mamash have like, their own private area and they walk into their own private area, then you don't have to worry about it. Now, the Gemara brings up a case. person was Mekadesh, a woman with a mat of Hadassim. They told him it's not worth a Shevet Pruta. There's four zoos somewhere hiding in that bouquet. Give it to her, and that will be the Kiddushin money. Shakata, so she left that uh, th- that bouquet or the mat by her. She didn't throw it away. And she was quiet. It becomes being quiet after money was already given and it's out of order. 
And whenever there's quiet after the money was already given, meaning the money was given, then they tell them what it's about, and then there's quiet, it's nothing. And Amar mena amin Allah, how do I know that? The Tanya, I have a bright Amar Allah, if a person told a woman, can see Selah Zobi Pikaton, can you hold this uh, Selah? Uh, as just uh, just hold it for me, take care of it until I come back. Hazari comes back after a couple of minutes. With if it's at the time where he's giving her the money, he tells her, Oh, be mitkadesh to me with this money that I'm letting you hold. However, if he gave it to her and then he came back and says, Be mitkadesh with that money, Ratsta, if she wants, mekudesh it. Loratsta, ena mekudesh it. If she doesn't want, she's not mekudesh it. And the Gemara just understand, my Ratsta, my Loratsta. What does that mean? She wanted, she didn't want. If you want to tell me Ratsta means she wanted and she said yes, and Loratsta means the Amra Lo, she said no. Miklal Deresha, we understand in the first part what he gave it to her in the beginning, and he told her, I'm giving it to you as Kiddushin. And over there, the Braita didn't differentiate between Ratsta, Loratsta, she wanted, not wanted. So we're understanding Kilo Amra Lo Nami have a Kiddushin over there, even though she didn't say no, it's still a Kiddushin. Ve'amayin, how can you say that? But she's saying, no, I don't want to be married. El alive, you have to understand a little bit differently. Daratsta means the amra'in, and she said, yes, I want to be married. And loratsta, dishtika meshtak, she was quiet. And what do I understand from here? When someone is quiet after already the money was given and everything is was done out of order... It's nothing, and that's where Abba learned his deen from. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem, Amen, Amen.